Hello, and welcome to a special episode of Jack's Kinky Corner. I'm your host, Jack Watson. This week, we will be reading what is arguably the most well-known and infamous fanfiction, My Immortal. Now, it's important that I provide some background on this legendary piece of literary art before we begin, so please bear with me. My Immortal became popular for how incredibly bad it is, not only for its content, but also the grammar and spelling errors it includes. And since stories are read verbatim here at the Kinky Corner, this should be a great time. The story of My Immortal was written by author Tara Gillespie, but was taken down from the fanfiction.net website. Fortunately for us, user xxmidnightessencexx was able to re-upload the story for us and posterity to enjoy. xxmidnightessencexx was kind enough to provide us with this excerpt from the Encyclopedia Dramatica, describing My Immortal. They quote, My Immortal is the most famous, notoriously bad fanfiction ever written based very loosely in the Harry Potter universe and featuring the blatant Mary Sue protagonist Ebony, or oftentimes Inobi, it reads like a detailed list of everything a fanfic author could ever possibly do wrong, only taken to exaggerated, horrifying extremes. Written by Tara Gillespie, My Immortal was originally posted to fanfiction.net sometime in 2006, but was subsequently deleted by the fanfiction.net staff. In fact, the fanfic is so unbelievably bad that many refuse to accept that it's real, insisting that Tara was only trolling and that the story is really a parody. Regardless of the author's intent, My Immortal remains one of the most cringeworthy, unintentionally hilarious, so bad it's good pieces of literature the internets have ever shut out. Now, I think this gives us all the information we need before we begin, but keep in mind this is a very long story. So it will be spread across multiple episodes in the coming weeks, much like Twatlight. And as usual, before we get started, a brief disclaimer. The show is not intended to mock the writers of the story, the story itself, nor the properties the story is based on. I am not the author of the story, and I do not own the rights to it or the properties in which the story is based on. And again, I have not read the story prior to this recording. Now, without further ado, Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the legendary My Immortal. Listener discretion is advised. Chapter 1 Author's Note Special fangs, get it, because I'm gothic, to my GF, ew, not in that way, Raven, bloody tears 666, for helping me with the story and spelling. You rogue. Justin, you're the love of my deprising life. You roke too. MCR rocks. Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way, and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. With purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid-back, and icy blue eyes like limpid tears, and a lot of people tell me that I look like Amy Lee. Author's note. If you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was because he's a major fucking hottie. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have pale white skin. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh year. I'm 17, 
I'm a goth, in case you couldn't tell, and I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic, and I buy all my clothes from there. For example, today I was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather miniskirt, pink fishnets, and black combat boots. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner, and red shadow. I was walking outside Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining, so there was no sun, which I was very happy about. A lot of preps stared at me. I put up my middle finger at them. Hey, Ebony, shouted a voice. I looked up. It was Draco Malfoy. What's up, Draco? I asked. Nothing, he said shyly. But then I heard my friends call me, and I had to go away. Chapter 2 The next day I woke up in my bedroom. It was snowing and raining again. I opened the door of my coffin and drank some blood from a bottle I had. My coffin was black ebony, and inside it was hot pink velvet with black lace on the ends. I got out of my coffin and took of my giant MCR t-shirt, which I used for pajamas. Instead, I put on a black leather dress, a pentagram necklace, combat boots, and black fishnets on. I put on four pairs of earrings in my pierced ears and put my hair in a kind of messy bun. My friend, Willow. Author's note, Raven, this is you. Woke up and then grinned at me. She flipped her long, waist-length raven black hair with pink streaks and opened her forest green eyes. She put on her Marilyn Manson t-shirt with a black mini, fishnets, and pointy high-heeled boots. We put on our makeup. Black lipstick, white foundation, and black eyeliner. OMFG, I saw you talking to Draco Malfoy yesterday, she said excitedly. Yeah, so, I said blushing. Do you like Draco? She asked as we went out of the Slytherin common room and into the Great Hall. No, so I fucking don't, I shouted. Yeah, right, she exclaimed. Just then, Draco walked up to me. Hi, he said. Hi, I replied flirtily. Guess what, he said. What, I asked. Well, good Charlotte are having a concert in Hogsmeade, he told me. Oh my fucking god, I screamed. I love GC. They are my favorite band besides MCR. Well, do you want to go with me? He asked. I gasped. Chapter 3 On the night of the concert, I put on my black lace-up boots with high heels. Underneath them were ripped red fishnets. Then I put on a black leather mini-dress with all this corset stuff on the back and front. I put on matching fishnet on my arms. I straightened my hair and made it look all spiky. I felt a little depressed then, so I slit one of my wrists. Jeez. I read a depressing book while I waited for it to stop bleeding, and I listened to some GC. I painted my nails black and put on tons of black eyeliner. Then I put on some black lipstick. I didn't put on foundation because I was pale anyway. I drank some human blood, so I was ready to go to the concert. I went outside. Draco was waiting there in front of his flying car. He was wearing a simple plan t-shirt. They would play at the show too. Baggy black skater pants, black nail polish, and a little eyeliner. Author's note, 
a lot of cute boys were it, okay? Hi, Draco, I said in a depressed voice. Hi, Ebony, he said back. We walked into his flying black Mercedes Benz. The license plate said 666 and flew to the place with the concert. On the way, we listened excitedly to Good Charlotte and Marilyn Manson. We both smoked cigarettes and drugs. <laughs> when we got there, we both hopped out of the car. We went to the mosh pit at the front of the stage and jumped up and down as we listened to Good Charlotte. You come in cold. You're covered in blood. They're all so happy you've arrived. The doctor cuts your cord, hands you to your mom. She sets you free into this life, sang Joel. I don't own the lyrics to dat song. Joel is so fucking hot, I said to Draco, pointing to him as he sung, filling the club with his amazing voice. Suddenly, Draco looked sad. What's wrong? I asked as we moshed to the music. Then I caught on. Hey, it's okay. I don't like him better than you, I said. Really? Asked Draco sensitively, and he put his arm around me, all protective. Really? I said. Besides, I don't even know Joel, and he's going out with Hillary fucking Duff. I fucking hate that little bitch, I said disgustedly, thinking of her ugly blonde face. The night went on really well, and I had a great time. So did Draco. After the concert, we drank some beer and asked Benji and Joel for their autographs and photos with them. We got GC concert tees. Draco and I crawled back into the Mercedes-Benz, but Draco didn't go back into Hogwarts. Instead, he drove the car into the Forbidden Forest. Chapter 4 Draco, I shouted, what the fuck do you think you are doing? Draco didn't answer, but he stopped the flying car and he walked out of it. I walked out of it too, curiously. What the fucking hell? I asked angrily. Ebony, he asked. What? I snapped. Draco leaned in extra close, and I looked into his gothic red eyes. He was wearing color contacts, which revealed so much depressing sorrow and evilness, and then I suddenly didn't feel mad anymore. And then, suddenly, just as I... <laughs> and then, suddenly, just as I, Draco kissed me passionately, Draco climbed on top of me, and we started to make out keenly against a tree. He took of my top, and I took of his clothes. I even took of my bra. Then he put his tongue into my you-know-what, and we did it for the first time. Oh, 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 I screamed. I was beginning to get an orgasm. We started to kiss everywhere, and my pale body became all warm. And then, what the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? It was Dumbledore. Chapter 5 Alright, I haven't been reading the author's notes at the start of every chapter, but this one's really good, so I'm going to go ahead and read this one. Author's note. Stop flaming. If you flam, it means you're a prep or a poser. The only resin Dumbledore swore is because he had a headache, okay? And on top of that, he was mad at them for having sex. P.S. I'm nut updating until I get five good revows. Now back to the story. Dumbledore made and Draco and I follow him. He kept shouting at us angrily. You ludicrous fools, he shouted. 
I started to cry tears of blood down my pallid face. Draco comforted me. When we went back to the castle, Dumbledore took us to Professor Snipe and Professor McGonagall, who were both looking very angry. They were having sexual intercourse in the Forbidden Forest, he yelled in a furious voice. Why did you do such a thing, you mediocre dunces? asked Professor McGonagall. How dare you, demanded Professor Snipe. And then Draco shrieked, Because I love her! Everyone was quiet. Dumbledore and Professor McGonagall still looked mad, but Professor Snipe said, Fine, very well. You may go up to your rooms. Draco and I went upstairs while the teachers glared at us. Are you okay, Ebony? Draco asked me gently. Yeah, I guess, I lied. I went to the girls' dorm and brushed my teeth and my hair and changed into a low-cut, black floor-length dress with red lace all around it and black high heels. When I came out, Draco was standing in front of the bathroom and he started to sing, I Just Wanna Live by Good Charlotte. I was so flattered, even though he wasn't supposed to be there. We hugged and kissed. After that, we said goodbye, and he reluctantly went back into his room. Chapter 6 The next day, I woke up in my coffin. I put on a black miniskirt that was all ripped around the end in a matching top with red skulls all over it and high-heeled boots that were black. I put on two pairs of skull earrings and two crosses in my ears. I spray-painted my hair with purple. In the Great Hall, I ate some Count Chocula cereal with blood instead of milk, and a glass of red blood. Suddenly, someone bumped into me. All the blood spilled over my top. Bastard! I shouted angrily. I regretted saying it when I looked up, because I was looking into the pale white face of a gothic boy with spiky black hair with red streaks in it. He was wearing so much eyeliner that I was going down his face and he was wearing black lipstick. He didn't have glasses anymore, and now he was wearing red contact lenses just like Draco's, and there was no scar on his forehead anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> he had a manly stubble on his chin. He had a sexy English accent. He looked exactly like Joel Madden. He was so sexy that my body went all hot when I saw him, kind of like an erection. Only I'm a girl, so I don't get one, you sicko. I'm so sorry, he said in a shy voice. That's all right. What's your name? I questioned. My name's Harry Potter, although most people call me vampire these days, he grumbled. <laughs> Why? I exclaimed. Because I love the taste of human blood, he giggled. Well, I am a vampire, I confessed. Really? He whimpered. Yeah, I roared. We sat down to talk for a while. Then Draco came up behind me and told me he had a surprise for me, so I went away with him. Well, that sounds like a pretty good place to stop for this episode. That was chapters 1 through 6 of Tara Gillespie's infamous My Immortal. Be sure to come back next week as we continue Ebony's gripping story here on Jack's Kinky Corner. Remember, you can get in touch with me through Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at jackwaddy 11 or email me at jackskinkycorner at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. This has been Jack Watson at Jack's Kinky Corner, wishing all of you sexy listeners a great day.